Well, we spoke to Timmy Hodges last week, Paul, and you could sense the excitement in his voice for the event that was coming up in Adelaide. He said the whole atmosphere surrounding the event was uh, something special. He couldn't wait for it to start. It's now finished. He's on the line to tell us how it went. G'day, Timmy. How are you? Uh, g'day, Andrew. G'day, Paul. Nice to be with you. Yeah, it was a, it was a, um, it was a really terrific weekend for uh, Australian motorsport, especially for the supercar category, and um, I think Aussie sport. Hopefully, the ratings were were really decent across the weekend. Two of the best races of the supercar season, and um, yeah, it was just fantastic to be back on the streets of Adelaide. And I'm glad the uh, the action and the event lived up to all the hype. And Timmy, we made mention there when you joined us late last week that. It appeared as though fans wanted to get back and, and watch the street circuit there in Adelaide, and you proved correct. It was well supported, wasn't it? Yeah, so over uh, just under 260,000 people for the four days. So um, uh, that, that's amazing. And it's over half a million people attended the final three events of the supercar season. So I know there are a lot of uh, other sports in this country struggling to pull a crowd, but right now supercars are... A box office, and especially you know, to finish the season the way they did with Bathurst, leading into the return of the Gold Coast, and then the return of Adelaide Street Circuit. I mean, that's um, that's a great it's a it's a great show of um, uh, what, what would the word be, guys? Uh, just support, but but I think that people really love supercars. So um, yeah, it couldn't have been bigger. I'm not sure they could fit too many more people into the place and um, we spoke on Friday like it's just an event and they do it so well and the fact they only had seven months to get it up to do it so well was a credit to them but even the, the concerts um, Jimmy Barnes and Ice House on um, and Noiseworks on Saturday night like there was over 40,000 people at that and then last night nearly 50,000 people for the Killers which followed the, the end of the uh, the end of the race so yeah just um, it's so much more than just a car race. So, yeah, credit to, to everyone at the South Australian government. And you never hear a Premier or a Prime Minister uh, cheered at any point, I don't think in my lifetime. And then, But when the new Premier, who's, you know, part of his election promise was, if you vote for me, I will bring the Adelaide 500 back because the other bloke ditched it. When he presented the winner's trophy yesterday, I'm not sure if you saw it, guys, the roar from the, the 60,000, 70,000 strong crowd was Amazing! Like it started. Like people were were genuinely shocked that they love their new premier over there, in, in part because he promised to bring this race back, and it means so much to the, to, to the city and the state. And the, I think it was just awesome. Well, it's a good point you make, Timmy. I mean, John Howard and Bob Hawke uh, ignore sport at your peril. I mean, they were they were great oh, sports were, lovers, yes. and <laughs> it nearly probably uh, helped them at the ballot box. And certainly, it makes for great events. So what about the two races themselves, Timmy? The highlights out of those. Yeah, I'm just thrilled that it was that, that, that were, and we discussed this Friday. It's a, it's a place that puts on great racing. It's the best street circuit probably that's ever been built in world motorsport. And while it was great for Formula One for over a decade, I, I think it um, it just suits supercars so much because you can beat and bang each other, and you can beat and bang against the concrete walls. And you saw that across the weekend that you saw some enormous carnage, some great spats. Um, and some awesome racing. Um, and at the end of the day, you saw the factory Holden team win yesterday with a first-time winner in Brock Feeney. Like, how about that Brock winning the last race for Holden? And on Saturday, you saw the former factory Holden team, um, Walkinshaw Andretti United is the team that's called now, with Chas Mostert winning. So, I mean, you couldn't have scripted that any better. Um, but two great races, a, a great way to end... What's the end of an era that Holden's last race, uh, the last race of this current supercar spec 
category and they go to Gen 3 next year when you see them for the next time will be on the streets of Newcastle for round one next year with all new cars, all new Ford Mustangs for the Ford teams, all new Chevrolet Camaros for the Holden team. So, yeah, it's a, it's going to be a different-looking supercars the next time they hit the circuit in 2023. I'm glad they're going to Newcastle because that's a, a relatively new race and I always thought it looked fantastic to me for what we've seen of it. Oh, it just feels like um, over the last month with the Gold Coast return, with Adelaide's return, then with Newcastle finally coming back, and we haven't had that event since 2019, that um, I, I hope supercars are sort of can lead the way, um, that, that sports are getting over COVID and they're, they're making giant, giant strides forward. Like, um, I mean, all sports, every, I mean, everyone's been hit by COVID, but supercars were, were dealt some dreadful blows through it. It feels like finally they're getting back on their feet and back to their big events, and that's what they do well. It's a it's a travelling circus that um, you know relies so much on state government support. They are at their best on street circuits when they can draw the biggest crowd and take their events to the people, and you see that so much at Service Paradise. You see that so much uh, across this weekend at Adelaide with the enormous crowds and the fact that it's so close to this. You know, it's one block away from the mall, uh, from all the pubs and the restaurants, which are absolutely jam packed. All the hotels were, were full across the weekend, so. I think Newcastle with it coming back, and that's right on the on the um, the waterfront. It looks spectacular. So yeah, I think supercars are sort of finally getting back on their feet after a, a really rocky couple of years. And Timmy, no doubt for you that the highlight of the weekend came early yesterday morning with the release of the AFL draw for round one of next season. <laughs> what were they doing there? They really took a lot of people off. I mean, Dylan's on holidays overseas, and I hope he's not looking at social media. But I, I know Dylan. I have a feeling he probably would be, and he'd be thinking, sending a few texts, firing a few text messages off, saying, why am I getting smashed for this? Whose decision was it? And why the bloody hell did we do it? So, um, yeah, maybe this morning might have been a better idea for the AFL to drop that round one schedule, um, not to tick the football fans off quite as much as they did yesterday morning. I mean, you'd know uh, as much as what was going on as anyone. Uh, Tim, but did you know, for instance, it was being announced yesterday? Uh, no, no, no okay. and I think that is just a strategic. I mean, you can dance around it, but it, it was a strategic ploy to to fire it in to be the front page of the Sunday Herald Sun down here yesterday um, on you know soccer's biggest day perhaps ever in this country. So yeah, uh, I mean everything the AFL does, you know, normally they drop this fixture on the day before Derby Day. So okay. you know, uh, it's all the talk about horse racing is sort of forgotten for an entire weekend, and the, the Melbourne Cup that you're still talking about who your team's playing in round one. So yeah, it's um, there's a strategy behind everything at the AFL, and I think they maybe misread the room on this one. Timmy, sixty seconds till news time, but we do open with two absolute belters: Richmond Carlton on Thursday the sixteenth. And then Friday night, Geelong, Collingwood, both at the MCG, and both are going to be near capacity. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, the stupid thing is, guys, is that this year, remember, we opened on a Wednesday night with Melbourne versus the Bulldogs, the grand final rematch. It remains in the top 10 most watched shows in Foxtel history. Um, uh, It was, you know, massive mega ratings. I'm staggered they're not starting on a Wednesday night. I just thought that was a really cool thing to actually start and spread round one over. Five nights, uh, five days. They go Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But they've um, they've gone away with that. So yeah, that, that's a that was a surprise of mine. I thought that was here for good after such a popular. You know, it drew over seventy thousand to the game and, and rated its absolute 
brains off. So, yeah, um, but the Thursday will be cool. You know Rich McCartan will, will sell, have close to capacity and have huge ratings, and then Collingwood Geelong, wowee, that will be enormous. And am I nearly out of time? That, that Ed Sheeran has really screwed the WA teams. That there's no games in WA on that first weekend ah, because, that's what it was. Oh, because that's it's a bloody why. Ed Sheeran concert at Optus Stadium. Oh, and he's got okay. a football named after him as well. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Timmy. Hey, Timmy, look, just quickly, mate. I, um, it's already December. We've got a couple of weeks till Christmas. So if we don't catch up with you before then, just want to thank you once again for a fantastic year. You really add something to our show. We love having you on Talking AFL and motorsport mate it's always a pleasure so all the best and we'll catch up with you in the new year if we don't talk to you before christmas uh thanks fellas anytime and yeah love to jared hope he's doing well as well good on you timmy there he is tim hodges a great friend of the show talking motorsport and afl